Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's devotional. Today we'll be reading in the book of Genesis, chapter 14, starting in verse 18. Uh, We're looking today at a mysterious character in the book of Genesis. So far, we've been tracking along with the story of Abram. uh, And in today's reading, Abram launches this like commando rescue mission to save his nephew Lot and his family and all their uh, possessions that have been captured in battle by enemy kings. So Abram rescues his family. The mission is a, a huge success. And on his way back, he's met by this strange character Uh, a guy named Melchizedek, Melchizedek. And so we're going to read in verse 18 their interaction. We're going to talk a little bit about what we can learn from this guy. So read with me. And Melchizedek, the king of Salem and a priest of God Most High, brought Abram some bread and wine. Melchizedek blessed Abram with this blessing. Blessed be Abram by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has defeated your enemies for you. Then Abram gave Melchizedek a tenth of all the goods he had recovered. Okay, who is this guy? Uh, Very strange. He appears out of nowhere, and then after this, he disappears. And we don't hear from him again. Uh, It says that he's the king of Salem, and that he is a priest of God. Now, if you know your Bible... You know that a priest of God had to be someone from the family of Aaron, right? The tribe of Levi and the Levites, they were the ones responsible for the priesthood and for the worship of God for the people of Israel. But there's a problem. Levi hasn't been born yet. Aaron hasn't been born yet. There's no Levitical priesthood. There's no uh, priesthood in the order of Aaron. So how can this Melchizedek be a priest of God when the priesthood doesn't even exist yet. Uh, Another mystery is in the book of Psalms, in a prophecy about the Messiah, uh, the psalmist writes that the Son of God, the Messiah, would be a priest in the order of Melchizedek, which is not a priesthood established anywhere else in Scripture. And so what we have here are two priesthoods present in the Old Testament. There's the priesthood in the order of Aaron, which had the the daily sacrifices and the high priests who would serve for their lifetime and then pass away and then their son would take over. Uh, And then we have this other priesthood in the order of Melchizedek. What's all this about? Uh, Well, the book of Hebrews actually gives us some insight into this priesthood in the order of Melchizedek. The book of Hebrews says that Christ is a priest for us, a high priest for us, but not in the order of Aaron. You see, the priesthood of Aaron and his family, it was fine, it did its job for its time, but it had some limitations. First of all, they had to perform sacrifices over and over and over again. Why? Well, because the blood of animals was not sufficient, right? And so every day, They had to make sacrifices for the people. And then every year, the high priest had to go into the tabernacle or into the temple and sprinkle the blood of animals uh, 
in that room and upon the mercy seat of God uh, in order to atone for the sins of the nation. But this had to be repeated year after year after year. And then the high priest, once he died, obviously his priesthood was over and his son would take over. And so we had a priesthood that was weak, that could not last, and that uh, the, the sacrifices that they made had to be repeated constantly because they were insufficient. So that's the priesthood in the order of Aaron. Uh, they took over their position not because of their quality or because of their worthiness, but rather because the family they happen to be born into. Now compare that to what the Bible calls the priesthood in the order of Melchizedek. Right? Melchizedek, it says that he's the king of Salem. Well, Salem means peace. So we have the king of peace. Uh, the name Melchizedek means king of justice. Right? We've got the king of justice, the king of peace. Uh, he comes to Abram bearing bread and wine. Uh, and the Bible says that Abram paid his tithe to Melchizedek. Uh, also, we don't have a record of Melchizedek's birth, and we don't have a record of his death, so he seemingly has no beginning and no end. Who does this remind us of? The king of peace, the king of justice, who uh, brings to us the bread and the wine, who receives from us the sacrifice of the tithe, and whose ministry has no beginning and no end. Well, that's Jesus. Melchizedek is a reminder, is a type of Christ in the Old Testament. And this is good news for us because Jesus is not a high priest like Aaron and his family. He's better. He's greater. Jesus has made a sacrifice for us, not every year that has to be repeated, but once and for all on the cross. He's not a high priest whose priesthood ends upon his death. No, our God reigns forever. His priesthood will never end. He is always standing beside the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and for me. He has no beginning. He has no end. He is forever. And he brings to us the bread and the wine of his sacrifice. And he shares with us all of the blessings that he himself earned. He deserves the blessing of that sacrifice. He deserves all of the good things that God poured out on him for his obedience and his perfection and his death on the cross. And yet he chooses to allow us to participate in the rewards that he himself has earned. Melchizedek is a great character because he points forward thousands of years to the great high priest who was to come, our Lord Jesus, the priest who himself was the sacrifice for my sin and for your sin, and now invites us to participate in all of the blessings that come with his sacrifice and his obedience. And not only that, we know the bread and the wine are invitations to share in his brokenness, to share in his sacrifice, to share in his ministry to the world. It's not just about what we can receive, but now we get to be partners with him. Just as he was broken, now we are broken. Just as he was poured out, now we can be poured out. 
so that everyone in the world, at least everyone in our world, can see Christ for who he is, the Son of God, the great high priest, the one who stands in the gap between sinful humanity and a holy God and allows us to be a part of that life that he died to give us. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you that you sent to us the great high priest, Jesus, a priest in the order of Melchizedek, whose rule will never end, whose sacrifice was perfect and does not need to be repeated, and who invites us to share in the life that he earned through his death and resurrection. Father, we invite that life now into our own selves. God, that as we live, we would live with resurrection power. God, as we go to work, as we go to school, as we participate in family life, that those around us would see and know Jesus Christ is alive in us. Give us your spirit, your life, your power, so that we may serve God under the ministry of the great high priest. We love you, God. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.